Hi, welcome to Exploring the Illusion of Free Will. My name is George Ortega, and we're here with our new co-host, Anel Vale. Anel, welcome to Thank the show you. again. Okay, and the title of today's show, we're going to do, we're going to define and refute free will. This is going to be a basic review, okay? We're going to go to the very basic fundamentals of, of why we're doing this show and why it's important and why free will is an illusion. All right, so let's start out with why we're doing this show. Why is this important? I don't even know where to start. I mean, uh, it can help mankind in so many ways of not blaming yourself or blaming others severely and thinking that you made mistakes in your life or being envious and ranking destinies of how other people are ahead of you. I mean, uh, or, or how there's no real judgment. I mean, there's no judgment day. There's no, there could be heaven or hell, but it's predetermined. So there's no judgment of a human life. It'll make people a lot happier not to believe in free will. I mean, arrogance, envy and resentment and acrimony and self-blame and suicide and depression should all go away because it's not up to it. It's not up to you. It's not up to us. I mean, you can't just choose whatever you want. It's, you can go to all the therapy you want, and the doctor could tell you you should work out more, you should eat, but you just can't do it. It's causal, like I you always say. I hear you. Another reason this is important is because, like, truth. I think truth matters. Yes. You know, some people yes, like to live... Yes, that's the number one reason. Some people like to live their lives in delusion. I think it's, it's kind of like dangerous to live life, you know, according to delusion, you know? Let's think about it. Why did the human species come to Earth? I mean, what is the point of our existence? Just make money, live in a mansion, stroke the ego? No, the answer is to get this right. We can't, we're already here. We might as well get it right. We can speak. We have philosophy. Why not? I mean, the truth is so important. You're absolutely right. I mean, if, if I, would you prefer I told you the truth about something or lied to you? What, just, what feels better? I think in general, the truth is so much better of a guide to living our lives both personally and as a world. So we owe it to ourselves as a species, even if there's no better. I mean, there's tons of benefits. But just to get it right is by itself enough of the, of the endeavor. The reason we are endeavoring to do this is the truth speaks for itself, and it's important to know that we don't have a free will. I mean, absolutely. Just, we know it's a better world, but just knowing the truth is a, the most noble and beautiful reason I can think of other than the other reasons. I mean, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay, let's, let's get on with the definition. So now we're going to like define what people basically mean when they say they have free will. We're going to go through five okay. different kinds of definitions. <clears throat> then we're going to go through the refutations. We may want to actually refute them one by one. But like, all right, let's see. Well, first, first of all, it's the second show. Can you define what free will means just before we refute it? That's the whole show. All right, yeah. go ahead. So we're gonna, all right, so the, the first definition is like that we are free to think, do, and feel whatever we want. That this stuff, whatever we think, do, and feel is completely up to us. You right. Know? So someone watching this can say, hey, I make decisions. I, I, I ha-, but that's not what we're talking about. That's not free will. We know people make decisions. And I always say computers make thousands of decisions. They don't have a free will. It's all the programming. So, so free will is being able to decide something independent of one's conditioning and genetics. All right. That's a very important point. Is that point. what you're trying to say? Yes. Okay. That's a very important this point. It's totally crazy, nutty, and insane. This is not about making choices. Yes, say that. Yeah. Okay. This, we make choices all the time. It's just the idea is like, let's say, um, let's say my hand you know, takes and picks up this paper like this, right? Okay, it's like for the illusion of free will is my hand, if it were thinking, thinking that it made the decision I'm just instead showing of in all my the brain. Recent... Yes. <laughs> show, show me, let me see my book. All right, yeah. All right, all right. go ahead, start talking. So, now... <laughs> see, if we had a free will, we wouldn't be screwing up this part of the right. show. No, we fine. would do everything perfectly. 
This is a great book, The Newer Testament, The Bible of Unfree Will. And Al just wrote that book? Well, came out uh, I, don't, I don't like to take credit for anything. Well, hey. Because I didn't write it. Wrote, God wrote it through book. me. Anyway, why are we doing the show for truth? What was the next? Oh, what is free will? We define it. Go on. Right. So, like, all right. So, basically, it's the idea, generally, when people say free will, is they think that, like, we can do whatever we want, regardless of things that aren't up to us. So, the second definition is that, Nothing that is not in our control is choosing or taking part in our choices. Right. Let, let's, let's refute them as we, as we get into them. So, what's the refutation to this? We've got... Everything's either causal, and if it's random, I mean, it's either causal or random. Either way, there's no free will. All right, so like... Talk about the causal, yeah. Let's explain causality. Here's the thing. If everything has a cause, that means every decision we make has a cause. Every feeling we feel has a, has a cause. Everything we do has a cause, every action. And it doesn't matter if you know what the cause is because it could be in your sub-slash-unconscious. That's a key which, point. Which Freud it made obvious. Right. It doesn't matter whether we know what the cause or causes are. So, like, if, if, if anything we do, think, feel has a cause, then that means, and everything has a cause, that means that the cause of whatever we do is going to have a cause. And then there's going to be a cause to that cause. Such as, why are you watching the show tonight? What's the cause of that? Right. Why are you sitting in the couch that you're sitting and watching the show or standing? Why are you standing? What are you eating right now while you watch the show? What, what's the cause of that? Why, why that spoon? I mean... And the thing is, like, we're talking about... Or smoking. About, Why are you smoking? Why, yeah. And we're talking about a chain of cause and effect. Cause and effect. And, and you've got to remember, with a cause, a cause has to come... It's always before, before the effect. So, so with the chain of cause and effect, it's going to be like, like, we make a decision that has a cause, which happens a moment before it. That has a cause, which has a moment, happens a moment before it. That has a cause, which ha- happens a moment before it. But we, back before you were born, you didn't choose your parents. The, we're not interested in the beginning of the creation of the universe. We're just talking about a human lifespan doesn't have free will. Exactly. Right? How, yeah. the, how the whole universe started and that cause, we, we don't know and we don't care. We're just talking about human beings and, this li- and your lifespan having a quote-unquote free will, which the media promotes and newspapers promote. And it's very, very damaging. Right. So now that people feel terrible, and that is the simple, when they had no choice in the matter. Right. That is the simple explanation of why don't we have a free will? Because everything has a cause. You know. Again, you have this ch- cause of chain effect. So you regress the causes, and then if you go in the future, everything's predetermined, right? Because you have a causal chain. Exactly. Because like what's happening right, right now, this moment is going to lead to what happens in the next moment. We can explain this in terms of the universe. Go ahead. All right. The universe. <laughs> the universe at the moment of the Big Bang. Okay. That was the only zi- thing that existed at that moment, right? What, what was uh, the next moment about? The only thing that could bring about the next moment of the universe is, was that first moment. I have to stop you. A lot of people don't believe in that. They believe in the story of creation, Genesis. So there's still whatever story of creation you believe in, there's a cause for it. So I don't want him to go in and just say there has to be a cataclysmic big bang that started everything. We believe that, but I'm conditioned to believe that from my parents or whatever. A lot of people don't believe that, but still conditioning. So I don't want you to – we're, we're talking about truth. The truth of how the, the universe started, we don't, we'll never know. I mean I think it's obvious it's a big bang and whatever, but if it's the story of creation from the Bible, there's still a cause why you believe that. It's conditioning. Yes, and so I, you don't care what story of creation people believe in. And if and think right? about it, just if, say if, that you don't care what story they believe in. Exactly, because let's let's say it's the biblical story. They have a causal story. history. Yeah, the um, God created 
Everything. So God, God created your parents that taught you that story. So, and God is the Big Bang. Think about it. If, if in the beginning, we believe that, but we don't know how it all started. God created light, whatever. So, if it's six days, however it was, God created everything. He set everything in motion. If, if you want to go with that, the okay. But we're not concerned about the creation of everything. We just talked about your human life. You know, regress back to before you were born. You know that that there's no free will. I mean, right. I like that when you tell me if a child doesn't have free will, when do they have it suddenly and magically? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's so many arguments. If you watch our show, we could sit here for hours with all the reasons why there's no. We don't want to confuse you, so let's just stick with the law of causation because that's simpler. Right. Well, and, and no, actually, so we've just demonstrated that. There's so like, many arguments that, it's, because it's like, everything has a cause. Free will is impossible. But then some people will say. But wait a minute. Some things don't have causes. That not everything is causal. Not everything is deterministic. Name one thing. Right. And, and, and then, then, then more importantly... Get that I... person here. Call, call causal consciousness. Call him. If you believe you have a free will, what would you say? That some things are not caused? Yeah. Come here and tell us what they are. Or call us live next week. Or we, we're live every other week in Manhattan. Call up and, and name one thing... That's uncaused. Right. Just and tell me one thing, and I'll ask you what the cause of you believing that is. <laughs> and incidentally, this, this, this notion of things being uncaused goes sometimes by the name of things being random. You oh, know, God, no that's order. even worse. So, and so here's the thing. That's the arch enemy of uh, free will, not think the friend about of free yes. will. So like, if, if some things like our thoughts were not caused, they are. But if they weren't, the only thing that's left is they're random. If they're random, that means they happen without a cause. And you can't take ownership of, for authoring them. Exactly, no. exactly. Okay. Um, One thing about random, though, if I if I randomly had a neurotransmitter thing blow off in my head, and I and I attacked my host George, I would be sent to jail pragmatically because I would be a danger to himself, me, him, or society. But in the court of law, my attorney would argue, and L did not have <laughs> did not have a free will. It was a random release of neurotransmitters. So, though he's pragmatically responsible for attacking him fundamentally is he couldn't control it and so he shouldn't be going to hell he should be going to jail but you know that's what my attorney would argue and quite successfully exactly and what very would successfully happen, and how, it's random how can i be responsible for it right and how would our criminal justice systems if if that happened today under today's criminal justice system you would be punished you would be made to feel bad that it was your fault and stuff right yeah that's and, i don't like that part no i don't mind I, going to jail but why is it my fault exactly why am i going the, to hell right this is why this needs to stop every day in the paper i see something about Putting someone in hell or someone's a hero going to heaven is nutty. If somebody does something wrong, if every, when everybody gets it, free will is an illusion. If somebody does something wrong, people are going to say, the, the judge, the police, his friends, they're saying, listen, you know, we understand. We understand. This wasn't up to you. You know, you're a good person. We're all good persons because, you know, we're actually programmed to be good people. That's, that's the thing. So, like, basically it's the, it's the way we treat ourselves and each other. Under the free will perspective, you're evil. You deserve to punish, you know. The, Rotten history. Uh, for the rest of time, wow. for the rest of eternity, in a fiery ball of hell. So you, you overcome that illusion, compassion. Think about how long eternity is. I know, it's a long time. It's infinity plus infinity <laughs> plus, I mean, it's crazy. All right, yeah. third, third definition. Um, if we had a free will, which we don't, but if we did, mm-hmm. we would be able to override nature and nurture. We'd be able to override all our conditioning. And all our preferences would ama- uh, suddenly vanish. We wouldn't right. know what to do about anything. If we had a free will, we would have no history of what we liked and didn't like, right? Because there would be no built-up neural pathways in our brain of likes. So if I had a free will, I wouldn't even know what – I wouldn't even know how to speak English. Yeah. Because free- I would lose all of law, my whole law of cause. I would just be like on here just – I wouldn't know what to do because everything would seem equal. 
Exactly. I wouldn't have anything built up, any history, any causal chains of anything. So how could I – how this word's coming out of my mouth right now. How would I know how to do that? Exactly. And then a free will, like if we – Yeah. We, a free, we, we do things, we say things for reasons. So like a free will would mean that we're saying stuff without any reason. That, you know, why would we do that? And the other thing is like about nature and nurture, okay? Again, people who believe in free will say that we can override the effects of nature and nurture. Remember, we were taught about this in school. We were taught, and when was it, sixth grade, seventh grade? Yeah, nature and nurture. Yeah, so the idea is Where's like, nature and nurture and free, plus free will? That's the thing. When we it's were crazy. taught about human oh, this nature... Is crazy. <laughs> when we were taught about... I uh, can't believe most of society <laughs> believes we have a free will. I just can't... I don't even insane. believe it. It's, compl- it's I'm, I'm not allowed to curse probably, but it's really... Bother... It's really... It's, and, but, but here's the I thing. I don't even know what the word is. But, Scary? Uh, and now here's Fright- the thing. Frightening. It's frightening, but here's the thing. Frightening. We can't okay. blame ourselves. We can't blame those people. They don't have no, a No, but I don't will. know how this could happen, really. I know. I know. You, that, and let me tell you, we've got to do a show on this. We've got to do a show trying to figure out why the universe, God, or whatever you want to call it. Because people feel better about themselves believing in a free will. It's all the hedonic imperative that you were talking about in your book. Yeah, but like... A wonderful book. <laughs> They, all right, but like you know, like in religion. But really, you feel better by yourself not believing in free will. It's just to, now. That's what. I'm, but up until now, people used to feel. But that doesn't work. The paradigm is faulty. And it doesn't work. Yes, that's the thing. Yeah. So people have to learn they will feel better about themselves not believing in free will because it's true. It's saner. You don't blame yourself. You don't blame other people. You feel much better, but you don't rank destinies. Like if you, if one of your high school friends is getting a promotion and getting, but don't compare yourself. You have different karmas, cause and effect. There are different causes. Exactly. All right. Again, in, in school, nature, nurture. Nature is like that. Like what we do is dependent on our genes. You know that which we we can't control our genes, right? So that that can't give us a free will. Nurture is that like that what we do, think, and feel is a result of what our experiences have been in the past, what we've learned, what we haven't learned. We can't control that either. So like, and again, there's no third alternative. All right, now, the, let's talk about the unconscious. Well, the argument against us is that people are all first causers. That there's not that everybody's a little god, self-authoring or self-creating their own destinies. But that would imply that choices are exactly fifty-fifty, and like there's no preferences. So if we we're all little gods walking around as first causers, how, what would that look like? Yeah, because like a first causer, like if we're a first causer to our decisions, that means that our decisions were made for no reason at all. Right. So we wouldn't even know what we preferred anymore. We would just right. And the other thing you want to know it would be total first insanity causer, and madness. In religions, there is like rules or laws against blasphemy, like against our as human beings taking on the attributes of God. And that, that's what it does. If, you know, to, to believe that we have free will is to believe, as you just said, that we're many gods. Yeah. It's a blasphemous relief, belief. Right. Because supposedly God is all-knowing and, I'm, and knows everything. So if every human's a little god, we'd have eight billion little gods. It just doesn't make any sense. Exactly. Right. I want to talk about right. um, the unconscious. In terms oh, of okay. Like, that's a good one. All right. So, like, yeah. So what happens is, like, we make a decision, Okay. Now, like, when we make a decision, we have to base our decision on something, right? You know, otherwise it would be random. It would be, like, for no reason at all. And that's not what we mean when we say free will. So, like, think about this. This is so important. When we make a decision, it's got to be based on stuff. But, like, our conscious mind can only be aware of what's going on 
immediately, and it, it can only really be aware of one thing at a time one, or a few things. Mm-hmm. So all the stuff that we think, feel, whatever, it's stored in our memory, in our unconscious. That's another way of understanding why free will is impossible. If, in other words, if we make a decision and all the stuff we're storing, we're making the decision on, based on, is stored in a part of our mind that by definition we're not even aware of, then how can we have a free will? You know, the, the idea is like... Thank God for Sigmund Freud, huh? Well, yeah. But Where's Freud when you need him? I know. And the thing with Freud is like he, under, he got this. He got this, this thing that, you know... And, Unconscious slash subconscious. Right. right. It's in there somewhere. It's like a mosh pit of all your memories and feelings all in one spot. So you might make a decision and not know what the cause is, but the cause is there. You're just not aware of it. Right. And here's the thing. If, if all the stuff, because all our, our vocabulary, everything we've ever learned is in the unconscious, because naturally we can't keep that up in our conscious mind at any time, right? Right. You can have one thought at a time. Right. Yeah. So here's the thing. If all that stuff we're basing any decision on is in our unconscious, what's that tells you? What, what does that tell you? That tells you that the decision has to also be made by the unconscious. Because that's the only part of, the, of our mind that has access to that. Right. And so, so what, what happens, what basically what happens is like the, the unconscious then makes us, remember, consciousness is awareness. It's simply awareness. You know, all right. So we, we've gotten that out of the way. Let's see. The next thing is like a classic definition of free will that's used a lot. This is used by philosophers a lot, is that we could have done otherwise. Right. We talked about it in the last show a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do, we go, let's go into Where, where it is that on the sheet? I don't see it. It's number four. Oh, right. I was okay. I was looking at the wrong. I was looking down there. Okay. We could have chosen otherwise. Who who actually believes that? That's that's come on the show. I know. Tell me one thing you could have done otherwise. Just here, one, right? Because like philosophers will say, you know, we have free will because like if we did something, they'll say, well, we could have done otherwise. Then right? why didn't you? Exactly. Was the better? Why did you do that horrible, evil thing if you could have done otherwise? If you could have done otherwise, don't you think you would have? Because you wouldn't be in jail, right? Or or you wouldn't have embezzled all that money. Mr. Madoff or whatever. Right. No, let's say, all right. We, or, or the Penn State. If you could have done otherwise, you wouldn't have molested all those boys. And be, you know, I no, mean, no. it's crazy. Let's, let's even talk like for lunch, for dessert, you could have had right. an, an apple or an orange. Right. You know, you chose an orange. You could have chosen an no, apple. No, I couldn't have. Right. That's so crazy. Explain why. That's crazy talk for the people promoting free will. You couldn't have done otherwise because you would have to go back in time Look at all the invisible pressures and causes. At, I mean, you're doing the best you can. So at that time, you couldn't have done otherwise because at that moment, I, prefer, I preferred an apple. I exactly. mean, uh, the causal chain has to be regressed to that moment. What I, what I knew at the time, my mood at the time, how hungry I was, what I ate for breakfast, it all came into it. So I couldn't have done otherwise based on what happened before it. Exactly. Very In other simple. Words, like, if, if we chose but that's not orange- a good example because an apple and orange are not evil and good. If, if I could have done like say i did something bad a year uh, um, a week ago why wouldn't have i done otherwise if i was why wouldn't i just be good all the time or why, if i got depressed a week ago and ate a, a whole gallon of chocolate ice cream and got fat why wouldn't i have done otherwise if i could have who wants to get you know fat and unhealthy say I ate 17 pizzas five gallons of, if i could have done otherwise and i felt ter- i would have i would have felt i would have gone jogging and worked out i mean and not smoked five packs of cigarettes i mean it makes see when you say apple and orange, it's like not not one is good or you know one. They both seem kind of the same. But anybody who's done something wrong, why wouldn't you do otherwise? I mean, that's a perfect ex- example because like basically such bullshit. Sorry. Yeah, we <laughs> we we human beings are kind of like we're hardwired. We have a, a moral imperative. We're hardwired to to always do what we consider right. 
we make a lot of mistakes in life. We say things we, we'd rather, you know, we didn't say, we do things, we think things, we feel things. But a things. lot of people can't help themselves. They're doing things that are not right, like molesting boys or uh, doing a Ponzi scheme or murdering someone or shoplifting. They know it's not right. They don't have a free will, so they can't stop themselves. What about addicted to gambling or cigarettes? People know that's not good for you. You're losing all your money every week at the Grace Track or Blackjack in Atlantic City. Why do you go back the next week? You can't help yourself. You're addicted. Yeah, and St. Paul. St. Paul. Yeah, St. Paul. Yeah, that argument. Writing in Romans. Romans, I think, 7.15. He gets this. He says to the Romans, listen, you know... I want to do what I, what's right. I feel I want to do it, but sometimes I feel that I can't do what's right. What's going on here? He's a person in Romans and in, in the New Testament that's questioning free will. You know, the more I think about it, this is my second show with you here, there are so many arguments refuting free will. I can't believe anybody honestly believes in free will. I think there's something going on here where everyone's bullshitting us. I don't believe, I mean, how could the whole public... And all these politicians just not get it. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll try we, to I could come up with 20 more reasons. I don't really feel like doing it. I mean, in a general sense, this is nutty that a whole society is based on something as ridiculous and magical and doesn't make any sense. The illusion of free will, I mean, it's not even an illusion. It's, not, it's so obvious. I know, so let's, an illusion has some trickery. It's just too easy to figure out that there's no free will. It's just too easy. I agree. I agree. No, so like, it's so, got to be propaganda so, from the media with this rotten well, health stuff. All right. The logic for why we have, don't have a free will is, is like because everything has a cause. Or it's even too if, easy. If, right. I want to know why so, people believe I'll it. I'll tell you why. Please okay. come here next. Uh, call us and come here if you're you know, a philosopher or even a neuroscientist would be better. Let's say you're four years old, five years old. You know, your, your parents are religious. Some of these philosophers, I think they are four. They don't make any week. sense. You go to church every week and they tell you, listen, right. um, you've got to believe – what what the pastor, the priest, or the minister, or the rabbi, yeah, whatever is totally, saying. Totally, I knew you were going to say this. Or, yeah, because like, if you don't believe this, you may end up suffering like we were ta- talking about before, eternally in this place of... of and on know, the other hand, you can go to a blissful place, heaven. Right, so the idea is... There's like, your choice. So, yeah, so if you have a choice at that age of believing in free will or not, and, and I mean, like, and the, right. the threat of not believing in it, is like, did you going to risk this? Like- and most people worship their parents when they're little kids. Their parents are like little gods to them, so they're going to listen to them. They're powerful. They're all, they take care of you, so you're going to listen. If your father or mother says there's free will, you, you know, you'd be a bad son or daughter if you didn't believe him at that age. Exactly. What are you going to do? Say, Mom, you're, you're full of it? You wouldn't know all – that little kid who's six wouldn't have watched this show, doesn't know all the arguments, so okay. Exactly. So we're conditioned to believe that we have a free will. And what happens is – Up until now. Yes. Not and, if they watch this show. And, and the other thing is, again, people are afraid of the church. You know, if you're a, a, a good Catholic. They sound like they're more Catholic, afraid of the truth. <laughs> well, they are. And, and the it's church, like that movie, You Can't Handle the Truth. Why not? It's so easy to handle. You want so to talk about why the church came up with this idea of free will, St. Augustine? Because they're, they're crack addicts and, and nuts? <laughs> All right. St. Augustine, he <laughs> wrote deluded, a book. They're deluded themselves? He wrote a book around 380 A.D., he was trying to figure out why there's evil in the world. Okay, so like he, his premise is that, well, all right, God is oh, all I know, good. It's reversed, yeah. Right, God is all good. You know, if, if God isn't responsible for the evil in the world, then it has to be us. You know, and that's how this whole notion, again, his book was called De Libro Arbitrero, which literally means on free will. He's the guy who coined this term. So let me get this straight. There's evil happening in the world because man has a free will? Yes, because they could. But if man had a free will, he would choose not to do evil, don't you think? Yes. 
And the other thing that is, doesn't make any sense. Augustine, Augustine. Too bad we can't get this guy out of the grave and debate with him. He's crazy. He should have blamed <laughs> Satan because they had this belief in, in Satan or the devil. He, they, he should have said, "Well, all right, if God doesn't um, isn't." Um, evil then why is there evil in the world not because of man because of satan whatever they could have he could have said that so he's got it all backwards he's saying there's man has free will therefore he does evil well no yeah no he's saying god is all good therefore any evil that happens must be because of man's free will right 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 so is that true for depression suicide and misery i mean why would anybody choose those things or divorce did he, who, who's this guy? Did he, Saint Augustine. Did he yeah. ever say why there's divorce? I mean, no, I know, I know. If there was free will, there wouldn't be any divorce. Who amongst us would want to fall out of life with their husband and and go dating again and have to find somebody else? A whole rigmarole that's such a pain in the ass. Oh, and, Everyone hates dating, but it, so when you're married, you would just prefer to stay married if you could. Right. If you could, you would. Now, in defense, nobody of all- would cheat. Nobody would commit crimes. Nobody would embezzle. Nobody would be mad at anybody. Nobody would hate themselves. Nobody would get fat. Nobody would forget their wallets on a bus. I hear you. Think about it. Think about it. If we had a free will, we would be completely happy all the time, completely good all the time. Right. It would be a a perfectly blissful existence. And so that's it. Now, we can't blame Augustine. We can't blame these early Christians and all. Why? Because they didn't have a free will. They didn't have the benefit of science. You know, like, for example, they're trying to figure out, well, how did man and woman come into being? We got about two minutes left. Yeah, I know. Um... The story they came up with, well, you know, God yanked a rib out of Adam, and that's how we came up with the first. Now, who believes in that now? Some people still believe it. All right. It's conditioned learning, you know. The, the last. We've got two minutes. And Yeah, let's go over this. And this is important. We should have, we'll do more on this. The last definition of free will is that uh, free will means we're morally responsible, you know, ultimately, fundamentally morally responsible. In other words, like, that is the definition of free will. Now, why aren't we ultimately morally responsible we all have causal histories we either we're all taught different things by our parents i mean what do you mean morally responsible what right in other words in other words according to belief in free will is like we did wrong but morality is either learned or innate exactly I mean, if you're born and you, you're one second old and you start crying because because you see another baby crying that's not free will you were born with that genetic code to feel compassion for another child on the other hand when you're raised and your parents teach you, uh, if you see an old lady walking across the street, she can't function to a helper. You're conditioned and taught. I mean, I don't think you're born with that. Perfect. To do charity work or whatever, but your parents condition you or somebody conditions you that you'll go to heaven probably if you do volunteer work and help out, you know, do altruistic. I mean, what about Mother Teresa, for example? I mean, can you explain that? Exactly. Mother Teresa, like, there's a woman who devoted her entire life to helping the poor. Now, there's another person who devotes entire life... Like Hitler, to being evil. Right, to being evil. So, like, they had two perfectly different... Paradigms growing up. ...experiences, yeah. And genetics. I mean, like, a lot of times, like, with with certain people, they don't have empathy. You know, there's a part of their brain that isn't working. So the only difference between Hitler and Mother Teresa is how they were raised. And their genes. And their genes. So anybody could... They could have switched... Places just as easily if they were raised by that. I mean, I don't know what Hitler. We're almost out of time, so right. All right. Well, I I, I think you guys understand. You know what free will is supposed to mean and why. Basically, because everything has a cause, we don't have it. Free will is absolutely. We're live every other week on MNN. Okay. See you then. Number two.